From the wandering journo at Stories That Matter Studios, I'm Nance Haxton, and this is The Streets of Your Town. The podcast that takes you on an audio journey highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. Buckle up to meet a great array of ordinary, everyday, incredible Australians. This podcast is brought to you by DM Podcasts, part of Diamantina Media, with more than 25 million downloads for a range of shows such as The Batuta Advocate and Chat 10 Looks 3. Streets of Your Town podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the scenic rim on whose land this story was gathered. The Mananjali in the centre, the Wanjeriburra to the east, the Ugurapul to the west and all those of the Yugambeh and Yagara language groups. I acknowledge that for tens of thousands of years, First Nations people walked this country and shared stories on this great land down under and I walk in their footsteps today. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. You never know who I'm going to meet on my travels in Mildred the Cantankerous Combi. In this episode of Streets of Your Town, we enter the creative wonderland of artist and jack-of-all-trades, Angus McDiamond. He lives in a converted church in a little town called Boona, a wonderful creative hub in Queensland's scenic rim. This stunning region, only an hour and a half's drive from Brisbane, stretches from Kanungra to the aptly named The Lost World, and also takes in Bow Desert to Boona, Tambourine Mountain to Kalbar, and ancient World Heritage-listed Gondwana rainforests. Despite its close proximity to the bustling international cities of Brisbane and the Gold Coast, much of the scenic rim remains untouched. So if you are lucky enough to go for a road trip through this magical area, make sure you keep an eye out for Angus. And if you're lucky, he may even paint your portrait at one of the town's renowned restaurants. Well, I'm glad that you could squeeze me in, Angus. Thank you. It's lovely to meet you in your beautiful church here at Boona. Boona. Well, our house burned down about 10 years ago and subsequently... I said to Jenny one, one day, we, we sold the burnt-out house block in Ashgrove in oh, Brisbane. Oh, that's awful. I'm sorry and, uh, about that. And, and I said, oh, look, I think I need somewhere to, um, you know, I need something somewhere. And I said, let's buy some land near Aratula, Kalani, or somewhere. Ooh. And end up buying a little block up near Kalani. Beautiful. We found something cheap. And then on the way to to that we got flooded and we had to take another road and we went up a no through road Jenny always says go up a no through road we went up there and there was a sign on a tree for sale we ended up buying a couple of hundred acres surrounded by national park at Mount Barney with a mile of Burnett Creek tumbling through it so I, I I got real busy, well, both of us did. I built cabins and everything, and it was my therapy after the fire. It was my way of sort of... I went out there, it was just wonderful. And I'm a quite handy builder. Yes. And, um, and then we were quite happily renting in Brisbane. Well, not that happily. We don't like renting, but it was necessity. And, um, and we decided we'd uh, just not bother living in Brisbane we could move out to Boona and be, be closer to the land and we we, we be, really enjoyed it it's a special country out here isn't it I've just driven from Carrabbin 
Yes. So past Mount Barney and yep. just incredible. Oh, you know? They used to call it Little Switzerland <laughs> because of the mountains and the lakes and stuff. It's actually reminded me a little bit of Ireland, funnily enough, because it's so green at the moment, so I green. think, as well. That's right, the bumper season. Yeah. So what has kept you here in Boona, what, what, or this region, is um, what, what's so special about it, do you think? I do love my mountain block. I'm out there, you know, every second day mucking around. Church, I, I come from a small town, Crow's Nest, as well as born. It's over there. It's a mirror reflection of Boona, mm. same sort of demographic. Irish, German immigrants, dairy farming, knocked around by England joining the common market. Industries changed, it collapsed. I come from Crow's Nest, the same thing happened. You know, we used to have 100, 100 odd cheese and butter factories on the Darling Downs, and when Europe joined the common market, that, that was the end of that. So I come from a town like that, so I sort of get Boona, and, and I, I go downtown and I've drawn half the town because I'm a portrait artist and I go to Fates or I go to the school or I go to whatever. I went to a drag night the other night. That was fun. Drew some, some interesting farm people who like going to drag nights. Oh, that pub, sounds fantastic. <laughs> I sit at the bar and, and um, yeah, five, is, five, $5 portraits. That's not something I expected you to tell me about, a drag night in Boona. Mm. Wow, fantastic. I know, it's shocking. I've been to two now. <laughs> Boona's more fun than I expected. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, full of surprises, Boone. It's quite a tolerant town, considering that um, politically you'd have to say it's fairly conservative. <laughs> but that's always what's interesting when you live somewhere, is finding out all the, all the great characters and the undercurrents in a place, isn't it? No, well, what it's, makes it tick? It's, yeah, it's a live and let live sort of town. I have noticed that. I'm on the Chamber of Commerce, which is absurd, really. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I kind of enjoy that sort of thing. And I, I went in a comedy debate this year and I wasn't funny, so I'm still getting over that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I do, I, I, I help out with the art and stuff, I guess. And how did you end up in this beautiful building that we're sitting in? Well, it's just got a wonderful feel about it, Angus. I, I'm a demolisher, right? That was my mm. main, one of my careers. And um, well, I used to just deconstruct buildings, right? I'd, I'd buy a grandstand and just pull it apart literally by myself and, and, and denail it, process it all and maybe have an auction or, or sell it all in some form. And um, so I've got a long list of achievements in that, in that field. Um, and so an old church, I like these sort of big old buildings and the, the fact that I could, we could actually buy one and live in one appealed to me. And we also rented an old church in Brisbane after the fire and really enjoyed it. We had our album launches and weddings and all sorts of stuff there. And we thought, yeah, we like that. So got this double bunger church come Sunday school, you know, yeah. two, two levels. And um, we haven't messed with any of the main design features. I haven't done what they do on grand designs and completely <laughs> ruin a very nice old building. Uh, but, you know, we, we've done the floors and... Has it been a lot of work to get it livable, or it was pretty ready to go? Oh, no, it had no. I had to do all the plumbing. Mm. I'm quite a good amateur plumber. That Rayburn you're sitting next to. Oh, isn't that a beautiful? The pigeon art. blue Rayburn I got for five hundred bucks at an auction. Do you cook on it as well? Oh yeah, in the winter time. It, Brilliant. It, it hums. Yeah, I love it. I was, it would warm the whole place. I was, I was, I was brought up with a stove like that. That's yeah. how I know how to cook. Mm. Um, and um, 
best cakes, aren't they, that come from these? Is that right? My grandma used to say. Well, my mum was an amazing cook and all she had was one of those. Mm. She cooked for the governor. Truly? Mm. Wow. Yeah, I'm always working. I, I, it's like a big old ship, this thing. There's always some something to attend to. It's pretty to. solid, isn't <laughs> it? And I love that, yes, you've still got it all open plan yep. and haven't yep. really changed the bones of it, like you say. Yeah. Jenny is a bit of a widgey, my partner. Look at the <laughs> colours of the cupboards. Oh, now, it's gorgeous. I'm not sure if you're familiar with widgies. She's a woman after my own heart. <laughs> I do love it. Yeah. I think we've got yellow, red, blue. I'll have to take some photos to put with our yeah. podcast so that yeah, people can no, see. She's kind of had, wears Larry socks, or she did when she was young. <laughs> Um, but she, Jenny's a marvellous gardener, so um, pretty much everyone who come, comes here, you know, is blown away by the garden. And she does the flowers for the local restaurant, That's Mary right. was saying. Yes, our nephew's Ooh. restaurant. She, she's busy on Fridays getting getting all the, all the flowers um, done. It's quite a big job, actually. Oh, yeah. And um, the herbs. And the boys use, you know, interesting herbs. Oh, Okay. Um, Which restaurant is this? This is Bloom. It, it, it's uh, named after Blumbergville, which was the original name of Bloom, I believe it or not. <laughs> and at some period surrounding the wars, they decided it'd be be prudent to, um, to to change the name, so it went from Blumbergville to Boona, Blumbergville. And um, so that that's a nod to mm. to that. And. Yeah. Um, it's B-L-U-M-E. And he's gone from a standing start, Jack, to to being a very, very well-reviewed fine dining restaurant in a small country town. It's everyone's kind of shocked. Boone is changing. The demographic is shifting. Because it's getting, it sounds strange to say, but in a way getting closer to Brisbane, but it's sort of a not too far from Ipswich, is it? And no. Brisbane and Ipswich are stretching their tentacles out. Certainly. Well, yeah. north and south of Brisbane has been fully sort of developed, really, and they can mm. only go west. And at the moment, half an hour away at um, Yamanto, there are wall-to-wall suburbs up till then, and after that, it's cows and stuff. But it won't last forever. We feel the barbarians are at the gates, <laughs> and um, the Chamber of Commerce is quite enlightened. They don't, and, and the local business people have already rejected, and the townspeople have rejected the food works and the Woolworths and things like that. So just trying to keep that country feel. Yeah, I've, well, I've has got a main street and you go down there, it's like pig day in the old days. They don't have pig day anymore, but all the farmers come on Tuesdays because they always did to pig day. You know, it's it's um, it's still a, a town. I mean, there's... I think she's moved now, but last year there was this woman who turned up in town for a while. She had a an enormous antique hearse, black, with a coffin in the back and her cat and and she'd drive around she had filed teeth and was was very um very uh goth you know in all her ways and and the town didn't blink an eyelid <laughs> even though they probably all vote one nation there's this strange tolerance right which i i like that i like that a lot and there's another guy a young fella who who had a minor role on the voice and he walks downtown occasionally. You hear him coming from a few blocks away. I don't know his name. And he sings very loudly in accompaniment to his earf- earf- earphones. And um, 
Oh, I mean, you, you put down your tools and just sit back and wait for him to go past. And <laughs> that does not happen. If that happened no. in Baden, he'd be arrested. <laughs> Isn't it nice to hear about little country towns uh, in Queensland, particularly that kind of go against that stereotype, dare I say, it, Angus, of being a bit closed-minded and on the contrary, it's lovely. On the contrary, mm. I think here in particular. Yeah. No, it's got a great future, Boona. Interesting t- uh, twists and turns and yeah, ending yeah. up in this beautiful corner of your church in Boona. <laughs> um, it's lovely to, to cross paths. Could we even have a little look around, maybe? Oh, sure, yeah. Let's How go for a walk. Be? Yeah. This okay. place was built in 1907. And interestingly to me, there was a man, Cossart, who was on the church committee mm-hmm. and, and supplied all the timber. He was a sawmiller here. And his oh, his sawmill so in Boona produced yeah. all the butter boxes in Australia, basically, from the sawmill here. Wow. Pine, hoop pine from the mountains. None left, unfortunately. No. Yes, yeah, so this old boy, the Cossart's a big name. There are lots of Cossart streets around here because of the sawmill. Oh, okay. And um, Marge Cossart, who, was, who died recently, she was 97, I think, um, married a doctor who saved my father's life during the war when they were prisoners of war in Japan and in Burma and on a sinking ship in the South China Sea. Oh, truly. Um, Dr. Dixon saved my dad's life a few times, as a, you know. And, um, and that's, that's a beautiful connection. And also Jenny and I, the land that we happened to buy out bush was Cossart sawmill land. So there's this lovely connection for me, you know, we're talking about country towns and, and that sort of thing. Mm. And people you know, it's quite a small... Oh, just looking in here now, so this is where you do you, you live mostly? Or? Yeah, this is us, uh, Jenny's workshop, this is half of it. She's got... I, I keep making her shells uh, <laughs> and she is filling them up, that's how it works. All that beautiful material, so Jenny's creative as well? Oh, she, Jenny's really... Um, yeah, she's totally creative. Mm. She's a maker. This is her domain here, and um, she does Etsy stuff, and and people bring ah. in things, and she's very very accomplished. Um, she she set up a a, a replica eighteen nineties school in Sydney when our when our daughter was at NIDA. Oh. Jenny went down to sort of you know be mum. Lived in Sydney, got this cool job and replicated an old school, made everything how it was and devised a a program for the schools to use for the historical mob in Sydney. So she's, you know, she's very accomplished. Look at the fabric, will you? It's just gorgeous. Where does she find it all? I don't know. Little (laughs) hidey holes. It's really lovely and cool down here too. It must be quite cool in summer, is it? It's it's very much a building of two parts because we let out the upstairs in the church with the bedrooms and stuff for Airbnb. We rarely go up there these days just to wash sheets and stuff. Yeah. But up top's equally marvellous and and slightly less cluttered. There's a lot of work in this place. Yes, I had a real battle with the floor. Oh, did you? I had lino glued down to it. And I had to, no, oh, I was swearing in here for I three bet. weeks. So good to see that beautiful wood exposed Isn't it again. Tallowood, Tallowood, local um, dance floor timber. Wonderful. Paintings on the. They're my paintings. On yeah. the walls. Yep, they are. This is the Aussie Hotel. Which is a wonderful old building adjacent to us here. Yes. Fantastic old thing. And 
Recently, or a year or two back, I did, uh, I'd been getting into Hokusai, you know, the, the Great Wave and, and Hokusai, the, the artist. And he did 36 views of Mount Fuji. Oh. So I thought I'd do 36 views of the Aussie Hotel. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so fond of the old year. And I got to 24 or something. I did it all on Only 12 to go. Like postcard size. And I just gave up. <laughs> 24 is not bad. It's hanging downtown. So even, for, even for... I've got my art all over town. I, I say to the uh, grocery shop, look, I've done this painting for you, and they put it at the checkout. <laughs> it's pretty cheap, isn't it? We've got a very good airport here with some terrific... Oh, OK. Some, one of the best pilots in the world has a collection of planes here, and there's also an old bloke who, who has built and restored gypsy moths and things. It's a fabulous airport. Gosh, sounds like I'll have to come back, do some more stories in Boona. Yeah, yeah. I think, Angus. Very interesting. Accomplished pilots. Come and relax oh, and go. sit back in the dentist's chair. Now we get some action here. It's an antique. Ooh, going, and it still goes up as well. Going up. Woo! The landlord next door, where Jack's restaurant is, used to be an optometrist, right? Okay. And he comes out one day and he says, Angus, do you want any of this stuff? And I went in. He just walked out the optometrist. He was 75. He didn't want to know about it. He said, do you want any of this stuff? I said, yeah, I'll take a lot. So I got this set up. All this, everything that an optometrist had. Ooh. I took the bag barrow down and brought it all up here. And my granddaughter and I play a lot here on this chair. Yeah, I bet. You can imagine <laughs> um, this is sort of, Jenny and I have both got a bad, we can't help ourselves collecting weird stuff. Well, when you've got the room for it, why not? Really? You've got a whole church to fill? Yeah, but that's almost dangerous. Yes. Ah, oh, and a view of Boona from the back as well. Terrific oh, and is that view. the hotel? That's it. Ah, the 22 views of the, 24 of the hotel. That is gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks they, so much for today. They do Angus. ghost tours there. <laughs> Another Boona attraction. Yeah, oh, I know. It's, it's the very deep, Boona. It's got things going off in all directions, really. <laughs> yes, well. Well, thank you for showing us around your beautiful home and giving us an insight into Boona life. That was artist Angus McDiarmid telling me about his lifelong creative quest and love for his art and practice for this episode of Streets of Your Town. Streets of Your Town is produced by Nance Haxton, a.k.a. The Wandering Journo, with production assistance from Michael Adams. That's it for this episode. I'm Nance Haxton. If you'd like to meet more everyday, incredible Australians, subscribe and listen to the back catalogue of Streets of Your Town, including Series 2, The Journo Project, on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, please review and rate Streets of Your Town on your podcast provider, share the show with your mates, or join my wandering Journo tribe of supporters at the Streets of Your Town website. Site, soyt.substack.com. Mm-hmm.